Hello, all my lovely listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Nothing Up. This week, I have another former co-host back with me. I have Abby from the Oakland County Child Killer series. Hello, guys. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to have you back, Abby. You've been hounding me ever <laughs> since you left, but you always give me the best case suggestions. I love it. So. I love True Crime. You're one of my biggest fans, and I love you. You guys need to subscribe to his Patreon, by the way. <laughs> I like, am on there. I'm sick of being alone. <laughs> I'm going to adjust the, uh, I did adjust the tiers actually, but I am waiting for actually Abby's to end and then I'm going to do another thing with it, but ain't nobody been on there, so, so. (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. Also, my allergies have decided to like kick me in the ass this week and I probably sound a little congested, so sorry for that, (laughs) but it is what it is. We in fall season, and it decided to go from, like, being 40 one week to, like, 70 mm-hmm. the next. Yep. And my my nose isn't having it. I'm having a lot of... This weather is crazy. A lot of and mucus. this time change. The time, yeah, we were just talking about yeah. how the time changed. We feel like... It feels so slow and weird. It's, like, weird. S- it 7 like p.m., it's... and we feel like it's 11. We're old women. Yeah. We're golden girls. <laughs> I'm like, I love how I name myself a woman, just because I'm old. <laughs> Okay, so before I get into the case, I have some housekeeping, and I skipped over this part last episode, but I just wanted to take a moment to explain what has been going on behind the scenes the last couple of weeks of not adding up. So I've been working a lot, and I have really just focused on getting my cases out each week, focusing on cases that haven't really been covered by too many media sources. I do this not only so I'm not overwhelmed with a 500-page novel, multiple documentaries, and traditional media sources, but also in order to bring some attention to lesser-known cases. Some of the cases I've covered in the last month have been cases I've never heard of before, despite having so much that needs to be talked about. So this is really just a long way of saying that when I said I have some West Virginia cases on the way, I was getting ahead of myself and definitely biting off more than I could chew. So for that, I apologize, but I hoped you enjoyed the cases I have been covering regardless. And the cases are still being researched. It just takes a lot longer than a typical episode for me. I do have one of my West Virginia cases practically done, which is the one I have been talking about recently that I am in touch with the family. And between both of our hectic schedules, it's been really hard to find a time to sit down and actually talk on the phone. And I'll likely release the episode soon if we can't find a meeting time as I know that they will still appreciate any awareness brought to the case. And we have been texting back and forth for a few weeks, and they provided some info that wasn't available, uh, like, from media sources. And for showing me that trust, I wanted to have their okay to go ahead with the episode if they were unable to find a meeting time. So once I get that okay from them, then I'll probably just end up posting it, or maybe we'll be able to find a meeting time, and I'll have an addition with it. So sorry for the long housekeeping section section for this episode, but I'm starting to get a better balance of things, so hopefully I don't have any more of these (laughs) explanations in the future. You guys are the best, and I appreciate you coming back each week to listen to my new episodes. 
So thank you so much. And without further ado, let's get into the confusing case of Kaylin Louder. So this case is one that really has like a lack of information, a lack of explanation. And it really leaves you scratching your head. But to get into it, Kayla Louder was 30 years old when she went missing. She had gone to Utah State University and received a bachelor's in social work. And it is said that she devoted her life to helping others. She was a non-judgmental person and loved you for who you were. It was also said that she loved animals, especially her pug, Phyllis, and enjoyed riding horses. Like, my mother, that reminded me of my mom. Oh yes. <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> she was, this kind of reminds me and of you, actually. Tristan loves pugs, too. <laughs> yeah, Tristan, Tristan loves pugs. Aww. This is kind of like, this reminds me of you a little bit, but she was a big bookworm and a scrabble master to the point where her <laughs> friends would refuse to play with her. Mm-hmm. Me with words with friends, with you. And Wordle. <laughs> Okay, the other day, like two days ago, I got the Wordle in one guess. Yeah, I saw that. It was Begin. I, begin? Yeah, I used that I a have, lot for my first I haven't first played word. it in so long. We need to start again. My uncle plays it every single day. My parents we play it most days. To, I, you used to do it religiously. Yeah, I, I fell off, but I've been doing it. I'm, ever since I got it on the first try, I'm like, oh, I'm back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> right? But she sounded like she was a really typical nice girl. Yeah, I really. And she was a friend to everyone, it was said. Kaylin's cousin described her as kind of quirky. She was very social, and she would talk to everybody, even her dog, Phyllis. Mm. And at the time of her disappearance, she, she was looking for a new job. She had been dealing with unemployment for some time, and her father reports that this caused her to become a little depressed. However, her mother contradicts this and says that she kept her spirits up, and she regularly updated her resume and was applying to new jobs. Yeah. In fact, the day of her disappearance, September 27th, 2014, she supposedly had spoken to her mother and sounded fine. She had planned to work on her resume that day and look for some new jobs. It's important to note that besides the fact that her father said that she was a little depressed because of the job situation, she really didn't have a history with, like, mental issues, mental health issues. And if she was in social work, she definitely had to see that and deal with that. Yes, a lot. But I'm also surprised, for some reason, that she had trouble finding a job in social work. But maybe not, I don't know. If she had a bachelor's, I mean, that's good enough to get somewhere. I think nowadays you really need a master's. So maybe that's yeah, why. True. But. Because my sister's going to master, like she's in master school right now to oh, okay. become a social worker, or mm-hmm. to get her like, to get her master's in social work. So I can't. I she's probably gonna be like Patrick. I've heard you this so many times. Her <laughs> official title, I think, is a case manager, case, case manager, worker, case worker. I'm not sure. She's not like that's not her official title, but she's definitely in the social work field, and I know yes. a lot of what she deals with yeah she's told me a lot too so i can assume i do see a lot of my sister and caitlin just because of this. the field that they work in yeah yeah and i'm like i just have a spot in my heart for people in that field definitely definitely me too but she dedicated her life to helping others and it really takes a special person to do this and it, other than the fact that she was upset with her employment situation she really didn't have a history with struggling with mental health Hmm. 
but the case gets very, very confusing because it seems she was clearly having a psychotic break the day of her disappearance. Really? So I'm intrigued to see what you say about that. I don't really... As I love to say, we'll get into it. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I think I say that at least three times an episode. I love it. I'm going to get a shirt. <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get into, into it. it. <laughs> so as I mentioned, she had told her mom she was planning to work on her resume from her condo. Yes. And Did she live alone? She, lived, her, she had a roommate. With, okay. And she was living in Utah. Was the roommate a girl or a boy? The roommate was a girl. The roommate, there's really not, like, a lot on the roommate. And it's kind of interesting in this case. What? But it, it's not suspicious at all, but, like, I don't know. I, we'll talk I about like it. I think that's important, though. Like, like I, her name was <clears throat> mentioned a few times, but, like... I guess it depends on the circumstances, yeah. but yeah. we'll get into it. <laughs> she was living in Murray, Utah, at the time of her disappearance. Never heard of Me either, but... I would like, Utah is beautiful. I was looking oh, yeah. at law schools in Utah. It is pretty. So the day of her disappearance, she can be seen multiple times walking around the condo parking lot on their CCTV footage. I, we were watching these videos before we recorded. Yeah, I you didn't showed really me this. give you much of a context. And w- one of the first few were at 3.30 p.m. And the last few were at 5.45 p.m. Really? So it's over a period of around an... Oh, a little over two hours. And the last few clips is when she was walking her dog. And, like, the first she, ones is when she was kind of, like, jogging. Yeah, she, like, was behind this rock or whatever. Yeah, we need to, like, get into explaining it a little bit. Okay. I'll have them linked. But, so she just, like, kind of seems... She was looking for something like, in the first video, it looks like. It, there was a big boulder, like, in the parking lot between the parking spaces. So there's a stream and, like, the little, like, yeah. woods behind there. Yeah, with the little that trees comes into and it. stuff. And she looked like she was looking for something. And she didn't have the dog in the first clip, right? And in one of them, she was even, like, jogging. Like, yeah. almost running from weird. something. But, like, not fast But it wasn't enough. even, like, like running from, like, a murder yeah. or something. It, it was, was just, like, like I'm oh, going to go for a dog. Or, but it wasn't like I'm going to go for a dog. But, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> it was more like, okay, I, fuck, I forgot Wait, my keys in my okay. car. Like, do a little, like, jog back from the grocery store parking yeah. lot to, to That's your a car. Good... Like, it just seemed, it was like a hustle. It was like, okay, like, yeah. you're crossing the street. It was a hustle. Yeah. But it wasn't like a sprint. But there was nothing in the video I could see that was, like, making her do that. Like, coercing her. Yeah. And that's talked about a lot. The fact that there's and, like, nothing. What was she looking for? You guys should definitely watch those videos. It, it's creepy. Like, it's eerie in a it way. It said that she was talking to somebody, too. Really? Like, in one of the videos, her lips like not, I didn't see all of them yeah. yet, but... And, it, like, even the videos that are on that news source, it seems like they're not the full thing. But it is known that she was, like, talking. Like, there was nobody in the clip, but she was talking yeah. to somebody, quote-unquote, like, she was talking. Okay. And the CCTV footage on the news website that I'm going to link didn't have, like, times, but by reading most of the articles, it seems like the first, like, three videos when she doesn't have her dog, we're from, like, the 3.30 period, and then the last few were from the 5.45 period. Well, I wonder if she was outside that whole time, or did she go back inside periods of time? It... And another thing to note is, like, she was wearing a tank top and a t-shirt. And, and it was raining. September. Yeah. It was raining, and she had no shoes on. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't notice the shoes. Yeah, she was barefoot. 
Okay, something is wrong here. Something's weird, yeah. So the last time that Kaylin leaves the CCTV frame is the last time that she is ever seen alive again, and it would be weeks before any new developments would come. She had none of her belongings with her, no phone, no keys, no wallet, no dock, zero zip, nada, nothing. Wow. So now let's get into some strange behavior that she was exhibiting before her disappearance. On September 26th, the day before she went missing, a little past 9 p.m., Kaylin makes a phone call to 911. During this call, she insists that there was a fight going on in her condo's clubhouse. She said that there was a wedding, and during the wedding, maybe it was like a reception or something, there was a fight and someone even revealed a gun at one point. So she called the police and they came, and it was confirmed that there was a wedding ceremony that night, but it went without any hitches. There was no fight or gun. Certainly no gunpoint confrontations. So why would she say that? An hour later, she called 911 again, but hangs up before the call was answered. And police called her back. During the call, Kaylin sounds confused and sounds as though she doesn't even remember her address and she's just very out of it. Maybe she was on something. The next morning at 8 a.m., she would make yet another 911 call to report intruders in her house. And this call is definitely the most chilling. She said she believed that there were at least two of them, and she could hear them taking things, and at one point she screams at them. And it makes it, what makes this particularly confusing is at one point we can hear her roommate trying to calm her down, ensuring that nobody could possibly be in the apartment. Yeah. Because the deadbolt was still locked. (laughs) So she was not comforted by this, and police were sent out, and they found no evidence of a break-in. Yeah. No ransacking, nothing was missing. Presumably after this is when she spoke to her mother, which makes it seem a little odd that it seemed that she seemed fine to her mom. Yeah. That that is weird. (laughs) Kaylin later expressed some embarrassment to her family members about the 911 call, so she must have talked to them at least somewhat. Oh. But I don't know how she would have explained it. Yeah. And her mom still thinks she was fine. (laughs) Yeah. That's, like, a really outlandish thing to do. Seems like a very big red flag. Yeah. I couldn't find where her parents lived at the time, and I would never want to, like, place any blame on the family whatsoever. But this being said, I hope they wouldn't live within driving distance because this seems like something that would require an in-person check-in. Like, that seems like something that's, like, very weird. Yeah. That's too, too bizarre to even not do something. (laughs) Her mother said that this was out of character and Kaylin normally checks in with her, like, on a daily basis. So it was definitely weird. Her disappearance would baffle investigators who had little to nothing to go off. The family hired a PI for the case as well. Do you hate the sound of your alarm clock? That daily reminder that it's time to get out of your warm and cozy bed and take on your event-filled day. Do you find yourself hitting the snooze button too many times? Or relating to memes on Facebook about leaving for work five minutes after you were supposed to clock in and hoping to still be on time? 
Well, then I have the product for you. Early bird morning cocktail has completely changed how I see my early mornings. Their morning cocktail is a powdered drink mix that you make every night before bed in their handy dandy insulated shaker. After making your cocktail, just leave it on your nightstand for the next morning. What I personally recommend is setting your alarm for 15 to 20 minutes before you actually want to get up. When it goes off, drink your cocktail and go back to bed. When your next alarm goes off, you will be hardwired and ready to get shit done. But wait, aren't energy drinks like super bad for you? Well, Early Bird is not just an energy drink, it's a specifically crafted dietary supplement with it added electrolytes and mood-boosting nootropics. Their energy blend consists of organic green coffee caffeine, blueberry, broccoli, tart cherry, and green tea extract, as well as additional ingredients that are all easy to pronounce and understand. So if waking up in the morning is something that you struggle to do, go to clubearlybird.com today and try Early Bird Morning Cocktail. Use code NOTADDINGUP10 for 10% off your order and start kicking the alarm clock's ass today. That's NOTADDINGUP10 for 10% off your order at clubearlybird.com. So it would be a few months before a very grim discovery was made. Five miles from where she was last seen on the condo's CCTV, Kaylin was found by city workers who were working on a drainage pipe. Her body was partially covered by aquatic vegetation and was severely deteriorated. Deteriorate. Deteriorated. How long Am I saying that right? Deteriorated. Is that? Deteriorated. Yeah. Yes. Why do I feel like I was saying that wrong? was severely deteriorated due to prolonged exposure to water. The sex of the body was not even able to be determined upon, like, first seeing it. That's how bad it was. Well, okay, how far away was it from her house again? Five miles. Okay, in a drainage pipe? That was connected to a river. And how many days after? Or weeks? It was December 1st. It was about nine weeks. Okay, that's wow. Okay. Dang. A long time. Wow. It would be a few days before it was confirmed to be Kaylin, thanks to dental records. I'm glad they have the technology to do that. The autopsy, rather than shed some light on the case, would actually raise more questions. While the official cause of death was undetermined, it was able to be determined that drowning was not the cause of death, which makes it seem odd if since he was found in the water yeah like what else Could she also had no injuries on her body no defensive wounds and no drugs were found in her system what that's what i was thinking but like if someone dies okay i don't know if someone dies while they're doing drugs and like they're found that many months later is it still in their system would it still be in their system so i looked into that and it said like four to six weeks is like the typical mm. range so maybe it wouldn't still have been in her system because good... just because of the behaviors i know that it could have been a psychotic break or that sounds like drugs too or it's something possibly we don't know 
I don't know. That's weird. Definitely. Something that was theorized was that she could have potentially fallen to the stream behind her con behind her condo and the stream was connected to the river and the drainage pipe that she was found. However, it was determined with the water level and the flow that it couldn't have possibly carried the body as far as it five miles, that's a long way. It was pretty shallow at the time of her disappearance, I believe. Yeah. So what really happened here? One idea that was thrown about was that she might have been suicidal or going through, like you said, a psychotic break. Mm -hmm. Supporters of this theory point to unemployment, strange 911 calls, and a recent traumatic event that happened within the family. In 2009, Caitlin's twin brother, Colton, shot and killed their uncle, Jeffrey Ackerman. Colton and Jeffrey had been using meth together, which is known to cause paranoia, as we touched on in the last episode, and the two had a confrontation that ended in Colton shooting Jeffrey. Colton's sentence was reduced to manslaughter after he pleaded guilty and was sentenced to five years in prison. That's it? Yikes. I mean, it was, yeah, yeah. His family forgave him. Oh. Like, her, their parents, I think his parents said that it brought them closer together somehow. Okay, um. <laughs> but it was like. Well, whatever floats your boat. They were I guess. doing meth together, so maybe the uncle was a very I think bad influence. That's a very good theory of, like, how she could be connected to that drug, maybe. But I think if she. That was like years. That was four years before. True, but. She would have shown like, signs I'm of meth fat. use. What? She would have. Shown signs of meth use. Yeah, I guess. Like, and they would have found stuff. Yeah, and if you're going to continuously use that. Like paraphernalia and stuff. But, like, if you're going to continuously use it, that will stay in your system for longer, I'm sure. Sure. Hmm. This just does not add up all of it. (laughs) No wounds, nothing. This could have had a very large impact on Kaylin. But with it happening so many years before, I don't know why it would have climaxed. when she went missing. But the story of Colton and Caitlin Louder becomes even more tragic. Colton was never able to stay out of trouble with the police and was arrested again after being paroled due to a DUI. In August of 2018, he was granted parole once again. However, tragically, in early 2019, Colton died. What? I cannot find anything on his cause of death, just obituaries online. But he died after her. But and they're twins. Jesse and that's Susie still Louder. So young. Yeah. Both of them. Jesse and Susie Louder have now lost two of their babies, something that you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. But did did you say how how did he die again? I don't know. It's not like out there. That's so weird. It's very sad. This is creepy. My deepest sympathies go out to the entire Louder family as Kaylin and Colton had other siblings. Yeah. That's sad. This case is kind of like the Jameson family case where I really don't have a clue. I don't have any explanations. No idea. <laughs> no, no idea. This case okay. screams mental break to me. With the 911 calls and odd CCTV footage, however, 
when I research cases, I always take what the family says with the most weight. And they said that she didn't have, like, while she was acting a little odd, they said that they didn't feel like it was a mental break. I think her mom would have known that, like, unless she was really good at hiding it from her mom. Yeah. Or maybe she just didn't want her, the media to see them like that. I don't know. She was very, like... Or unless she was... She wanted, I think she wanted media coverage because she, they believe it's foul play. They believe they there is foul okay. play involved. How can, I just don't understand, like, I mean, maybe someone could have drowned her? Like, but that, that would have shown up on the autopsy. Like, that there was water in her? Lungs? Yeah, the, the cause of drowning was not, like, drowning was not the cause of death. But how could she have died? <laughs> Without any of uh, Exposure to drugs? elements. She wasn't dressed okay. very well. True. But, like, you think she was out there, like, camping all night? I mean, she never returned. She was never seen on the CCTV footage again. She was in the woods until she died, wherever she was. She never went back to the condo? No. The roommate would have seen her. The roommate is the one who reported her missing. Oh, okay. I never really said that. But But we're going to get into the roommate. Not really. A little more. Was the roommate a boy or a girl? A girl. And same age around? Do you know? I... It, it seemed like they were around the same age, but I don't know. Okay. Because... Did she have a significant other? No. Did she have any close friends that mentioned? I mean, it said that she had a lot of friends, and she was, like, a friend to everyone. But that could, like, that just could be describing her personality, kind of. Yeah. Because I know plenty of people who are, like, extremely sweet human beings with great hearts that, like, really don't have, like an abundance of friends. That doesn't mean they're, like, a bad person. It means maybe they like to keep themselves a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. she was an animal person. Maybe she was a little bit of an introvert. I am yeah. a king introvert, so I get that. You're a king introvert. I, I am a huge introvert. I never... You guys are trying to drag <laughs> me out to the bars and clubs, and I never go. Yeah. <laughs> introvert. I'm like, no, I'm just going to stay home. Maybe half and half. Yeah. You're not, like, crazy, but... <laughs> I feel like you're like, I like to see the people go to <laughs> I sing karaoke sometimes. New York City. <laughs> the people love me. <laughs> the lack of information surrounding the roommate is also strange to me. While it is clear that she was not suspected in any way, like I feel like we would have had a little How bit is... more on her behavior leading up to her disappearance. How is it not clear, though? What do you mean? That... Wait, what did you say again? <laughs> I said, I just think it's a little weird that, like, we don't have more from her roommate. Yeah. They, But they could have just been roommates and not really, like, in each other's business like that. True. There are some roommates Until she that was calling 911 and screaming. talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when you're that age, 30 years old. Yeah. I am sure her roommate saw some weird stuff, though. I'm not saying it's her responsibility to, to jump to action, but I would think that, like, we would have more information yeah, about her like behavior. Like, she would know something. Like, we really just know her 911 calls and the CCTV footage. I'm like, she didn't talk to anybody like, else. Living with that, living with her, you wouldn't hear anything else or, like, be able to provide any sort of, like, Like, maybe she was doing drugs clues? and, like, the roommate could have noticed yeah. that. Like, we don't know. But then they obviously searched her apartment, right? Yeah, I'm sure after she was And then they would have found drug paraphernalia, like I was saying. If she was a heavy drug user, or she could have, I don't know. It Maybe it wasn't drugs, because it, it could have been out of her system. I don't know. I just want there to be an explanation, because that's freaking weird. 
Yeah, the fact that there were no drugs found in her system is definitely interesting. But, like I said, it typically is four to six weeks following death. So this could mean that it was they were in her system and then they, they just weren't able to be found. But we'll never really know. And it's like she didn't drown. So how was how did she die? Like, it really, I, I feel like it had to be exposure. She was like had nothing on her feet. Was hypothermia though? Wouldn't that be ruled in the autopsy too? But I don't. Maybe like was the cause of death just undetermined? Uh huh. Really? So they really couldn't find anything. But the body was so. Yeah, they. How would they even know if there was any very many injuries? I mean, even with the Jameson family, they could determine that there wasn't a defensive wounds, and that was uh-huh. four years. Oh wow! Well, yeah. Okay. Um. I don't understand <laughs> how this happened. It just doesn't make sense why she didn't just return home. Like, but also the fact that there's a body. Like, there's a lot of missing cases where there's like, and usually we can like even get more information when we have the body to yeah. study. But this time it's like that got us nowhere. And the fact that we like, have CCTV footage and it gets we us have all of this stuff and just makes it more. This confusing. roommate's not even saying anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. I mean, what? yeah. And the parents, like, why are they not like? Why weren't they? I just feel like it could, they, they could have the looked, mom should have known. <laughs> unless she was really good at hiding from her. Yeah. Or maybe this is something she does, Did she's done often, maybe? I don't know. And her family is like convinced that there's foul play, which like, I don't know if like, I can get, I don't know. I they, feel like. There's never been any suspects. Anybody connected no to the case at all. Nothing. And so she left her dog in the apartment? Mm-hmm. She loved her dog. Yeah. And you said she was, like, literally applying for jobs that, that day before and that day. Yep. But that's what she was telling her family. True. Uh. I really don't <laughs> lean any way. Like, there's the theories, like, I don't know. None of them make sense to me. But I just want to know why they think it was foul play so much. Because they, no, they don't want to believe that their daughter did, their their daughter could do that. or. Yeah would do that maybe but you have to accept all the factors oh my gosh abby <laughs> abby savage <laughs> i i mean i feel like you know your child to a certain extent but it's also like they could like at that age they could yeah, be hiding things from I mean. you especially if you weren't that close living together like living in and the same town yeah they live far away right i don't know i couldn't find I couldn't find where See, they... See, this is all weird. I tried to find where they live, but it's like... I guess it's not, it's not that important to the case for, like, media. They wouldn't be like, her parents, who live here... Yeah, I know, but it's just, like... In comparison to, like... How far away they lived, like... Did she see them often? Or did she talk to them It seems like they often? talked okay. often. I, it says that they talked almost every day, so that makes it seem... But, like, at that age, even if you live in the same town... You're not going to see your parents every day. Something I just want to throw in there, and I'm surprised I haven't mentioned this before because I've covered a a few cases that involve CCTV footage and people acting strangely. But, like, when I'm alone at work and I manage a smoke and vape shop, so there are periods where I'm alone in the store in between customers, and I'll be damned if someone were to look through a day's footage 
of me randomly walking around the store and talking to myself because I do it. <laughs> I do it every day. Yeah. If anything were to happen to me and I went missing one day after work, knock on wood, this never happens. This is like cheap fireworks <laughs> still work. And they looked back on the CCTV footage and saw my ass walking in circles, talking to myself. <laughs> I might look like I am acting strangely, but that's just how I am. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> this could seem like a total aside, but like just think about how you act when you're alone and nobody's watching. Like I do some, I do the same thing in my apartment. Granted, there I can say I'm talking to my cats, but like yeah, I think but I, do... I haven't, I haven't broke out in a dog in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I always be like running through parking lots. Yeah, you are <laughs> running, but, but most like... people just do that. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird one, but it was raining. Maybe she was trying to get to where she needed to be. Who knows? <laughs> oh, my. Well, this, this case, it does crazy. seem like odd behavior. It could just be normal, quirky Kate Kaylin. It was noted that she does talk to her dog, so she could have been seen to herself or something of the sorts of talking to her dog. Like, this seems like a stretch, but I just thought, I just had this thought process while I was writing the notes for this case. And I feel like it's important to at least mention it before you condemn her behavior in the videos as erratic, you know? Yeah. I am inclined, like I said already, to believe the family when they said she didn't have a history of mental illness. However, her brother clearly had some mental struggles. And I know that, like, twins have a sixth sense, if you will, that allows them to, like, be more in tune with one another, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've heard that before. And I don't know if this has anything to do with it. Was he, did it say anything about, like, if he, like, had anything to do with the case? Like, if, like, he was concerned or, like, he was, in he jail. was upset? Oh, well, okay, well, it happened. In his obituary, it says that he was preceded in death by his twin sister, Kaylin, who he missed dearly. Oh. That's sad. It's just like, oh my god, both of their kids. Yeah, twins, and they died in their 30s. And the fact that her mother spoke with her regularly, no alarm bells. Yeah. And it could mean that she was really struggling and she was just really trying to hide it from her family. Yeah, Maybe true. she did it a little less with her dad because her dad said she was a little depressed. Yeah. And she was just worried about her mom and like scaring her mom. I know that I would probably try to protect my mom <laughs> from that a little more than I would my dad. Yeah. If I was struggling with something just so I wouldn't worry her, you know. Whatever the reason was for Kaylin to leave her condo that fateful September afternoon will never be known. And once again, I want to send my deepest sympathies to Jesse and Susie Louder, as well as the entire Louder family. I cannot imagine experiencing the level of tragedies your family has endured. I also want to include in this episode a reminder that there is a United States-based suicide prevention and crisis hotline. If you are ever experiencing suicidal thoughts or feel you may be on the verge of a mental breakdown, please reach out to a loved one, friends and family, a co-worker, a roommate, anyone. And if you feel that you have no one and you are alone and you are located in the United States, please call 988. This is the hotline number for individuals in distress. I will have a link in the description of this episode to phone numbers and countries all over the world where you can call if you feel that you are in need of professional mental help and it is an emergency. Please utilize these resources if you are feeling suicidal. 
and if you feel that you just need somebody to talk to and you need help because maybe if something like this was I, I'm sure it was somewhat available whenever she was experiencing this but I don't know this this case just screams like mental break to me and it just breaks my heart yeah it's sad I that's the way it's leaning towards for me too I don't there's just nothing no there's nothing to ex like logically put together <laughs> mm -hmm. so yes once again please check the link in the description if you want any of those numbers around the world and the number for the United States is 988. This was the very tragic and confusing case of Kaylin Louder and I'm sure that you are just as lost as the rest of us. Yeah. This is probably the case that there was like the least amount of information on like excluding Veronica Diaz. I'm scared. Which was like your Veronica Diaz was like with Kaya Taylor. It was like at the end. Yeah. And that one had like very little information too. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, that was weird. But we don't have a body in that case. Yeah, but we do here and it makes it more crazy to me. It's just very, very sad. I hope you guys enjoyed the case this week. And I would love to hear what you think about it and your theories. I forgot to talk about my socials last episode, so if you want to connect with me, I am most active on Instagram and TikTok now. My Instagram is podcast NAU. That's podcast NAU. And my TikTok is not adding up. I just wanted to also thank you guys if you are from, if I have any new listeners from TikTok, because I've almost got to a thousand followers. And a little over a month so okay. I've, I've gotten some pretty good publicity on there i hope that it translates over to my podcast but if you're new and you're from tiktok i hope you enjoyed the episode and i hope you continue to come back i also have a twitter that i neglect very much and i am <laughs> very sorry but podcast nau is my twitter and i have a facebook group too not adding up and not adding up discussion page so you'll be able to find me there I love hearing what you guys think, and I have a few of you that like kind of let me know each week, like your little theories, and I love it. So keep doing that, and keep listening, and I'll keep bringing the cases. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in again this week. I hope you're all having a lovely morning, afternoon, or evening, and I hope you tune in again soon for another case that just does not add up.